everybody welcome back to mothership connection your place for thanksgiving reflection and christmas detection um yeah so renting the holiday season the ultimate snacking time of the year um that's very odd yeah, i never saw it before uh like a cab drove by and had like a uh, a ticker type of like uh, advertisement thing on the top i thought it was like some fancy pizza place but it's just like a normal advertisement but yeah, thanks. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the last episode we did on Martin Lawrence. I certainly enjoyed doing it. I hope it inspired you to go watch some Martin Lawrence uh, content. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word content. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. Um, the episode was fun to do, so I like to do it. But today we're going to take a little bit of a different route. Oh, just like Dr. Phil said, we're going to take the high road because there's less traffic. Fucking dick. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to do an episode. This is kind of along the lines, if you remember, uh, probably 30 or 40 episodes ago now at this point. Um, I did an episode kind of like on the joy of going to concerts. So this is kind of like an episode that doesn't have to do with music, doesn't have to, well, I guess concerts have to do with music. But it wasn't specifically like a band or a subject or whatever. Um, so this episode is not going to have anything to do with like music or movies or TV or conspiracies or anything that we've touched on before as we enter um, the last couple months of the year here, the last eight weeks to, you know, not even the last eight weeks, more of the last like four or five weeks to get shit done, <laughs> to get shit done. You know, you, you tell those roadblocks, go on, get, get, go on, get. Um, to anything that's in your way, that's what you say. You say, go on, get. But you say it as earnest. Go on, get. But, uh, yeah, so today I'm going to talk about um, just restaurants in general. Uh, restaurants that I enjoy, past, present, and future. Uh, restaurants I hope that will open at some point. Um, we can finally get to the bottom of what's the difference between a bar, a tavern, and a pub. And everyone's been crowing about that. I've received so many popsicle sticks in the mail about that. Um, it's been ten mailman since I since I ordered my thing and it still didn't come. <laughs> but yeah, so we're just gonna talk about restaurants. Um, you know, I've had quite the uh, lot of experience in the restaurant industry and continue to do so, so I can offer a little insight into uh, your dining experience there, don't you know? Um, 
but I'll probably just mostly talk about just restaurants that I like, restaurants I don't like, uh, things that could be improved, little tricks of the trade, tips, tricks, and tits. And uh, yeah, so let's get into it. And today's episode is brought to you by the new inflatable pajama store down at the Mall of Robinson there, don't you know? Um, this store is called Pump Up the Jams. And it's you get to go in and pump up your own inflatable pajamas. Yeah. Totally uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like wearing an inner tube. But yeah, get get yourself down to pump up the jams before they go out of business, probably by the end of the night. Because uh, that is a horrible idea for a product. Who wants to wear uh, like swimming tube fabric clothes? Nobody. <clears throat> Except for those sociopaths in Connecticut. Oh, we have... Connecticut etiquette. But uh, yeah, so let's get into it and get your favorite uh, cocoa. Uh, get yourself some nice, comfy, non-inflatable pajamas. Even though if you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm completely against pajamas. I don't understand putting on an outfit to go to sleep. I really don't. I'm of the, I'm of the thought, and this is 100% serious and real, that you should either be as naked as possible or completely naked when sleeping. Um... Your skin needs to breathe. Plus, why would you put on a new outfit to go to sleep? I don't under I've never understood pajamas for as long as I've lived. As many lifetimes, timelines, multiverse I've lived, I will never understand pajamas. I just don't get it. I really don't. I'm not trying to be funny, I'm not trying to be controversial. It's not just dissent for the sake of dissent. I fucking hate pajamas and I don't understand them. You know? Oh, I'm going to walk around looking and wearing plaid pants and some fucking dirty Tweety Bird shirt. Like, just fucking go to sleep almost like as naked as you're allowed to be, you know? Um, there's always a risk that a spider's going to crawl up your pee hole your, or your vag hole or whatever. But you know what? It happens. You know, it happens anyway. So, yeah. But I, I mean, I only sleep in my underwear. You know what I mean? I, I just don't understand putting on a different outfit to go to sleep. I know there's people that sleep in robes. It's like, are you fucking kidding? Or people that like like leave their socks on when they're sleeping? Are you joking? I I think I I ripped into socks a couple episodes ago, but I really hate wearing socks. I really do. Um, I think you should be barefoot as much as possible. Uh, socks are just socks. Cotton in general is just tyranny. You know, I I've wear the fruit of the loom fucking like nylon men's underwear forever. Cotton is so uncomfortable down there. You know what I mean? You want to create a nice, breathable, safe space for your for your man theater or your woman theater or whatever else. I just, I don't know. Cotton is just not comfortable. And socks in general, socks suck. You know, you ever get, you ever get fucking wet socks and you're in a situation where you have to just wear them all day? Like if you spill water in your shoes at work and you can't fucking... It's not going to let you go get new socks, you know? I don't know. But yeah, today we're going to talk about restaurants, and like I said, head down to the mall, go to that inflatable pajama store, pump up the jams. Um, or I, well, they will be playing that pump up the jams song um, pretty loudly. So yeah. And plus, with inflatable pajamas, someone could just poke it with a pin or like a, a, a car key, and you're done. You know? So I don't, I don't know. But like I said, go ahead and say, uh, go on, get to any kind of roadblocks for the rest of the year, and slide into, uh, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. <coughs> Sorry for coughing. <coughs> coughing again. And, uh, yeah, just enjoy yourself as we uh, slide into 2024. You know, as we say, we're going to uh, slip it in to 2024. 
But yeah, the restaurants. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mothership Connection. I hope you got your belt loosened because you're about to bust a gut from laughter. Take you on down to Silly Town where the giggle fountain's always dripping. Dripping with tears of laughter, tears of joy. Tears you get when you get a new toy. Something, something Frankenstein. Upstairs with a pot of wine. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, thanks. Welcome back to the podcast here. Uh, hope you're enjoying your November. I hope you all had a good Thanksgiving or a turkey day, as they call it in the South. Um, where the hymns are always flowing, don't you know? But uh, yeah, but thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed your holiday as we slip on into December. I just want to slip it in. But um, so yeah, but today, like I said, we're going to talk about restaurants. Um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, I had a good night last night. They went to the Bush concert. It was great. They played all the hits. Gavin Rosdale was jumping around like a crazy man. Uh, very good. And uh, he signed a Fender Stratocaster and gave it away as part of a giveaway that the X does to raise money for cancer awareness. So he didn't have to because the, the main prize was a autographed Mary Lemieux something or other um, that you would enter your ticket for the raffle. But then he surprised the X and um, signed a, a brand new Fender Stratocaster and gave that away. Um, and there was a douchebag. That I saw the whole concert, and when they announced the winner, uh, he won the guitar. <laughs> I didn't enter the contest, because I had previously had a little luck on a scratch ticket, so I didn't feel like I had more luck coming my way for that day. Um, so I didn't enter, but this guy, he won the guitar, which was pretty cool, and then the other guy won the Mary Lemieux thing. Um, but it was good. It's a great show. It was a good concert. It's the third time I've seen Bush in the last 12 months, um, so I was familiar I went upstairs. I started the concert downstairs at Stage AE, but you know what? Upstairs at Stage AE is a hell of a lot better. It really is. Because um, I'm not going to get it close enough to the stage in the bottom part. And depending on where you're standing, the sound is kind of shitty at the bottom. Just because the way that's just the way life is. Um, so I went upstairs and, you know, hooked over to the left part of the upstairs part. And then about halfway through the show, went over to the right part. Um, I've never actually bought seats at Stage AE. They're not, there's not very many. Um, probably a hundred seats there between the benches and the actual seats. If even that, I'm not going to spend the extra money so I can sit down. Like I'm not some fucking clown. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be like, Oh, I need to sit down, babe. Can you give me another drink? But, um, yeah, the bartender, I, all I got was a bottle of water, which was six fucking dollars, by the way. Thank you very much. Stage AE. Um, and the lady was just like a kind of a bitch because I didn't order any alcohol. You didn't get any spirits. No, I, I just, I was parched. So I just wanted some water, young lady. Um, so give me my fucking change and shut your mouth. Shut your mouth unless you a hoe. But yeah, I was kind of annoyed at that. Like, I'm still spending money. You know what I mean? Like, what's the average cost of a cocktail there? Probably eight fifty. So I spent $2 less for the fucking bottle of water. And I left the tip, even though the lady was a bitch. So I, I don't know, whatever. I, I thought I just think that there's a bunch of entitled brats working everywhere and uh, it pisses me off. It's like also like on the way home, I stopped at sheets and got um, an order of nachos 
And then I'm standing there for like seven minutes waiting, which is like, whatever, it's fine. I don't care. It's typical sheets wait time. But I paid and the girl was like, did you pay for this? And it's like, no, I've been standing here for seven minutes. You know what? I just plum forgot to pay. It's like, yes, I did. Like, I know for a fact that your machine says like when it was paid. So why are you asking me if I'm paying, if I paid or not? You know, um, it pisses me off because I'm like one of the most trustworthy people you'll ever come across. And I, that is 100% the truth. Um, all of you that know me can, you know, testify to that. Testify, testify, blow a hole right in the sky. But, um, whoa, here's some gym bros walking across the parking lot in their short shorts. When, are, when did men start wearing hot pants? I, I really don't understand. But whatever, I'm not talking about that at the moment. But, uh, so it makes me mad when some little brat, some agent of averageness at Sheets is trying to accuse me of not paying. It's like, I paid. You know what I mean? Like, shut your mouth. Plus, it's, it's like 1 a.m. You know what I mean? Like, shut up. <laughs> but I hate when that happens. Like, that happened to me recently at Dollar General, where their, their employee, like, followed me around the store. It's like, dude, I ain't going to steal you some Easy Mac and a fucking Mountain Dew or something. Or, like, a lamp that's not going to work for more than two months. I, there's stuff at the Dollar. Like, a Dollar General, I, when I see somebody with, like, a surge protector in their in their cart, the Dollar General's like, that ain't going to work. That thing's going to work for like a week and then you're going to get a surge and your, your, your stuff's going to be done. That happened to me there. Years ago, it happened to me in one of those pop-up Halloween stores. And it's like, dude, I'm not going to take like your Jason Momoa mask. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I hate it. Like, I, do I, I don't give off the vibe of Thief. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, like, I, it, it offends me. Um, it does. It offends me greatly that you, someone would accuse me of stealing. You know what I mean? I'm fucking Commander Cool. I'm Mr. Trustworthy. I'm Cucumber Boy, as in cool as A. Um, so, yeah, it pisses me off, man. It really does. Especially the Halloween store. It's like, I'm not going to steal something from your pop-up Halloween store. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here. Go kick rocks, lady. Go go henpeck your husband for a while and nag him to death. Um, once a girl starts nagging you nonstop, that means that she doesn't like you anymore. You know? A woman that loved you would have a genuine burning desire for you. It would never henpeck. Never. Never nag. Never henpeck. Never nothing. I'm not talking about the typical back and forth that happens between people in the relationship. I'm talking about like unnecessary nagging and henpecking and criticism and everything you do causes a huff and a puff. And um, it's just, I don't know. I, I fucking hate henpecking, especially when I see it out in public. It's just like, dude, squander your beef in, in private. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to buy some socks and some batteries. I don't have to see two people yelling at each other over, like, what kind of frozen pizza they should get. <laughs> Which, by the way, you should only be buying Tombstone. Tombstone is the only acceptable frozen pizza. It is. Their five cheese pizza is very good. It reminds me of Schwann's pizza from the Schwann man. If you ever got Schwann's growing up and the little truck would come to your house and be like, what do you want to sign up for some stuff? Let me go get my notepad. Ugh. But uh, it reminds me of Schwann's Pizza, and their pepperoni one's good too. But Tombstone is the only acceptable frozen pizza, and it had the it had an awesome advertising campaign. You remember when it had it was like the old time West, and the guy was being hung, and they're like, "What do you want in your Tombstone?" And he was like, "Pepperoni." <laughs> I love those commercials; they were great. Plus, uh, Tombstone was a great movie. I'll be your Huckleberry. 
I'll be your Huckleberry Finn, that's when we win. Making the bed so you won't handpack. Um, no, I, I hate the term happy wife, happy life. It, it's abuse. It is. I'm going to talk about it, like, happy, like I hate when it's like, <laughs> happy wife, happy life. It's like, it's abuse. If you're afraid of the person you're with, that's abuse. <laughs> like, it is. You know what I mean? I, I, I can do a whole episode on that kind of shit. But, um, yeah, I, I hate that term. I really do. And it's always some really stressed out guy in, like, his college sweatshirt being like, um, is the food ready? Because she doesn't like to wait. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Yeah, no. But, yeah, Tombstone's the only acceptable frozen pizza. DiGiorno's fucking gross. Although, I will say DiGiorno had a good advertising campaign as well um, when they said that uh, it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. But you would be able to tell within two seconds that it was not... It, wasn't a, del- a delivered pizza. What are you gonna have your friends over to play fucking Tetro Tower and Jenga and be like, oh, this was this is delivery? It's like, no, this is shitty DiGiorno. And now I'm gonna have indigestion. Thanks a lot, Ken. You know what I mean? If you're having your friends over for some pizza and some games, get some actual fucking pizza. You know what I mean? Why are you gonna, you're gonna try to trick your friends with frozen pizza? That's just like those commercials where they would have somebody like use a computer and they'd be like, this is actually Windows Vista. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> I remember there's that Chris Farley sketch on SNL when they like served them something. And it was supposed to be like the fancy, it was a coffee commercial. And it was supposed to be like the fanciest coffee. And he's like, actually, it's Folgers. He was like, <laughs> like through the- YouTube the sketch. It's so funny. He's like, what do you mean? It's not, <laughs> it's not that. But uh, I don't know. So whatever you think of restaurants, I'm sure your favorite restaurant pops into mind. But what is, what's your overall feeling about restaurants? I personally fucking love it because for me, they come starting kicking my head. But for me, it's uh, restaurants. Are, it's a relaxing, enjoying experience to go out to eat. It's not even necessarily about the food all the time. I mean, of course, there's certain restaurants that are great and you look forward to eating at. But there's other other times. It's just a great relaxing time with friends, or by yourself. I like to go out to I go out to eat by myself quite a bit, um, just because that's just the way it is, you know. Come around kicking my coin. but um, for me, like the whole restaurant experience, it's relaxing. It's a good place to meet and greet and just do have a good time. Same thing with like bars. It's just nice to go. And I don't even drink like almost ever, but it's just nice to go and have a little drink with your friends, you know. Have a little drinky poo, whether it's, you know, I'll go to the bar and order a fucking Mountain Dew. You know what I mean? I really don't. I drink very seldomly. Um, you know, if you see me drinking, it's because I'm fucking horny. That's it. <laughs> if you see me drinking, it's because I'm horny and my dick hurts. No, it's just I don't like to drink that much. I really don't. I like the occasional mule. I like the occasional uh, Pepsi and whiskey. And gin and pineapple is pretty good, but I don't I don't get it very often. And somebody walked up to me today and was like, "You can never ever drink again, like alcohol." I'd be like, I'd be like "Okay, whatever." Now, if somebody told me I couldn't eat chicken anymore, I'd be like, "You know what, dude? I, I think I'm good. Check, please. <laughs> Check, please. Give me off this planet if you're going to try to restrict my chicken intake. I love chicken. I fucking love chicken. You want to make me happy? Get me a fucking chicken and shut the fuck." up. <laughs>
But for me, uh, sorry, I had to burp real quick, sorry. I'm drinking Barks Root Beer, the only Coke product that I enjoy. Because it's the superior root beer. A&W is really not that great. Mug's okay. But Mug goes flat real quick. But Barks Root Beer... Plus, I like the logo with the old Tommy barrels and the grass. And uh, I just like it. But it's the only Coke product that I enjoy. But, like I said, for restaurants, it's just a relaxing good thing. Like, what's better than just meeting your friends, shooting the shit, sharing some appetizers, getting an entree? You know? It's just good. Restaurants are just a good place for a lot of things. I think about... You know what happens after something bad? Like you guys, you go like after a funeral, you go to a restaurant. You know, with something happy, let's go. Let's go practice our wedding at a restaurant. You know, let's go celebrate my birthday at a restaurant. You know, you don't say, "Oh, I'm going to go celebrate my birthday at Target or fucking Walgreens," you know, or uh, some other fucking dumb thing. It's just a good restaurants are a good place for like any occasion. Because you know why? You don't. Who, who wants to cook for themselves? Every night of the week, very few people, you know, you don't have to go get an entree. Everything you can go to a restaurant and get a nice, light, breezy appetizer, a nice, big ass raspberry tea, and you're, you're sitting pretty, you know what I mean? But that's that's the good thing that that's the good deed that restaurants do, you know. And there's certain tiers of restaurants, of course, not like that Smokey Robinson song, Tears of a Clown. This is Tears of a Restaurant by uh, Major Heavy D and the Boys. And by the way, there'll be a new song from Bitch Make the Table at the end of this episode. It's off their new Christmas album coming out called Ho Hymns. And the song is called Scalp. Um, so make sure you stick around for that, boys and girls, you bunch of fucks. But there's different tiers of restaurants, of course. Like, there's somewhere you just want to go to grab a bite to eat. I, I hate when people say, like, oh, I could eat. It's like, hey, you want to go? Are you hungry? I could eat. Or are you hungry or not? You fuck. <laughs> I'm inviting you somewhere. Like, are you hungry or not? I can eat. Okay. And then you order fucking fries, and it's like, can I have some of your fries? It's like, sure, but you could have also bought your own side of fries, but take mine. You know? <laughs> but yeah, but there's different tiers. So there's places you go where it's just like, you know, I'm just going to get something to eat. There's places you go because you like it. There's places you go that you like that aren't even that great. I have a couple spots like that. Um, you know, so there's like fancy restaurants that it's like a special occasion, you know what I mean? Or it's like mid tier restaurant, normal, normal restaurants where it's like, okay, this place is pretty good. I, I have no problem bringing my family and friends here. Then there's like mid tier restaurants where it's like, you're probably going to go there on your lunch break or by yourself or while you're out shopping. You're not going to plan on going there. You're just going to go there. Um, and then of course there's fast food, which, yeah. And then there's just, like, diners and dives and Guy Fieri and everything else. But uh, restaurants are great. You know, in times of trouble, people are still going to go out to eat. That, that's the truth. You know what I mean? The economy can be completely in the tank. You know, on F or E, that's what I should say. Oh, yeah, your tank's on full. What are you doing, you bruh? You BDA-looking bruh. But, uh... Yeah, see, that, that's what you want to do. But like, what do you what do you think of like what's your initial impression of like when someone says restaurant? Oh man, somebody just almost wrecked at the parking lot. I'm at the uh, Busy Beaver parking lot down here in Weirton, don't you know? Um, bunch of fucks. I took the day off of work today just because I didn't feel like doing it. I didn't feel like doing it. I had the PTO to burn. Um, so yeah, so I slept in a little bit. 
got myself some Chinese food for lunch, and then I stopped at the bank just to say hi to the gals, deposit a little something, and then I uh, I went into Famous Footwear where they have no selection for a man with a size 14 foot like myself, which was disappointing. But and now I'm you know, talking to y'all, talking to y'all. It just went from winter to from fall to winter. But yeah, what is your first initial thought when you hear restaurant? Do you think of the sizzling of a fajita? Which, fun fact, is that Chili's owns the sound a fajita makes when it skillets. The uh, sound. So you'll hear that on a Chili's commercial, but any other restaurant that has fajitas, you will not hear that at all. Um, Fun fact for you. Just like how George Lucas owns the word android. So he gets paid anytime that someone or owns the word droid. So that's how he gets paid anytime someone says the word android. You know, stupid shit like that. I think Michael McDonald owns like the term when your shoes kind of don't fit. Is what is what is that? Ziggly dong? Twiggly dong? I don't know. But um so yeah. So my my main reason to go to restaurants is for rest and relaxation. I don't go for like wing night or beer night or half off nachos or bring your own bun or blah, 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 blah. I go to have a good time and sit there and enjoy myself. You know, like I recently went out to eat with uh, all of my friends mostly and it was great. We went to the hangar, um, a nice spot and the food, the food's okay. The hangar, the service is usually pretty terrible, but but who cares? And we got, we sat there for what, a couple hours for those of you that were there and just had a great time. It was awesome. You know, I got some wings there. People got some salads and a club sandwich and we split appetizers and it was fucking great. And it was a good time. And the restaurant facilitated that. That is the point that I'm trying to make is that the restaurant facilitated the friend meetup, the awesome atmosphere, and it facilitated the night, you know, um, and that's what I mean. Like that, that's where restaurants can be great. Restaurants can be great or restaurants can be fucking awful. But that is also why customer service and food quality need to be paid attention to. And the hangar has bad service. And we all know this because they have like the bartender being the host, the waitress and the bartender all at once, no matter what time of day it is. Or there's like two people trying to do the whole. So you understand that. So when you go to the hangar, you have the expectation of like the food will be good when it gets here, but it's going to take a very long time to get here. And you know that. And yet you're cool with it. You know what I mean? That, that's that's the charm of the hangar. The Appian Way is completely... The Appian Way is gross. I'm sorry. I don't like the Appian Way. I don't like the food. I don't like the atmosphere. I don't like the people. I don't like the Appian Way. All right. But the hangar? Because there's only really only like four or five bars in Moon that have food that's acceptable. You know? Like Patrick's Pub has awesome food. I like Patrick's Pub a lot. I just never go because it's always packed. But Patrick's Pub has really great food. The Hangar has really great food. The Seashell has good food. Um, and the Appian Way doesn't. <laughs> the Appian Way is just like, that's, I don't even know. I, it's just gross. And you can like taste that the fryers are dirty. You can taste that the food's not fresh. And it's just, it's not, there's nothing redeeming about the Appian Way. Patrick's Pub, very good. The Hangar, very good. The Seashell, very good. I don't really know any other regular bars that I would say that are in moon. And of course I'm not talking about Permanis or 
places like that because that's more of a chain restaurant that has alcohol. And I, I wing suds and spuds is good, but I haven't been there in a long time, and I've heard through the grapevine, I've heard through the tomato vine <laughs> that um, it's not that good anymore. But it used to be real good. But like I said, there's not really that many food options in Moon. And of course, Viola's has been closed for so long because it was a nuisance bar. But anyway, the whole point is the restaurant facilitated that great evening. You know what I mean? Um, so that's that's the good that restaurants can do. And then there's the bad that restaurants can do where you get a shitty waiter or the food's gross or you get food poisoning. Or, you know, you give a generous tip to the bartender at Walnut Grill and she acts like an asshole about it. And it's like, lady, I'm not trying to seduce you. I'm just being polite. You know, I had a little stroke of luck and I gave you a big tip and I wasn't, wasn't trying to seduce you. You zit infested cunt. You know what I mean? I'm just being nice. If I can take the tip back and I can leave you up, leave you some chewed gum instead. Is that what you want? So take the generosity and don't be a dick about it. Um, I'll never understand that. You know, if a woman gave her a big tip, would she think twice about it? Or was it because Garrett did it? And she's not satisfied with Garrett's appearance. So she thought it was creepy. So yeah, Walnut Grill, there's always something stupid happening at Walnut Grill. And at Walnut Grill also. It is convenient because it's close to the movie theater. And I hate Cadillac Ranch, so I won't go to Cadillac Ranch. But Walnut Grill, for example, like they have really good buffalo chicken dip. But anytime you try to order the buffalo chicken dip, it's like, sorry, we don't have it today. Sorry. I've tried to order buffalo chicken dip for the last, like, six years. And they're always like, we don't have it. Chef didn't make it. We're out of the plate that it comes on or something fucking stupid. You know? But that's that's the bad that restaurant can do. Um, and you can, you can easily die if people aren't paying attention. Um... I've been back at Mex now for like six months, and I know there's a couple of times that I've saved somebody's life from pointing out stupidity. This server was cleaning the fucking cooler with bleach. It was like spraying bleach on like the carrots and stuff, and it's like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? So that's the kind of thing. Mean, you got to have people paying attention, or you can easily get sick at a restaurant. You know what I mean? It's, it's actually surprising to me that more people don't die at restaurants from gross incompetence, you know? And that's why the health department's important, because they can catch shit. But the thing, too, about the health department is if you get, like, three uh, good scores in a row that they don't fail, like, they don't come back for 18 months. So you can get three good scores and just let roaches fucking live in your hot sauce. You know what I mean? So I, I really am surprised that more people don't just, like, die at restaurants, because there's a lot of stupidity out there. Um, people touching raw chicken and then trying to make your dessert with raw chicken on their hands. And it's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> um, but yeah, but restaurants in, in general, I feel are great. And there's, there's definitely restaurants that don't need to be around. Um, like all, a lot of the chain restaurants, like I know I rip on Applebee's cause I take my girl to Applebee's cause I be watching YouTube. Uh, the, the kitchen manager. Oh, cool. This little kid just, they pulled out a little tiny electric Jeep out of their car. It looks like the divorced couple is handing over the kids for the day. But the dad just gave the kid like an electric uh, Jeep Wrangler. That's pretty awesome. But uh, no, the dude at work was playing his songs on the on the radio. And a song came on, it was a country song. And it was like, because I be watching YouTube. And it's like, you're really singing about watching YouTube. What artistic integrity do you have? You know? Cause I be watching YouTube. 
I make you watch YouTube. <laughs> or that terrible, what's that terrible rap song where it's like, she just left the dog park. Boom, boom. Dog park after dark. Boom, boom. She just left the dog park. Boom, boom. Dog park after dark. Boom, boom. Or whatever the fucking, it's like boom, 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 boom. Boom. She just left the dog park. Boom. Boom. I be watching YouTube. Boom. Boom. Or that Nick Jonas song where it's like, Country fried and beautiful. Everybody wants a taste. I still get jealous. The lyrics are like, Country fried and beautiful. Everybody wants a taste. And then it's like, when I'm working my shirt, I put my chest out. Still get jealous. And she just left the dog park. Boom, boom, dog park after dark. Boom, boom. Because I be watching YouTube. <laughs> it's just it's insane to me that that's what people like to listen to. Boom, 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 boom. She just left the dog park. It's like, wow, you're rapping about a girl leaving the dog park. Or you're you're Nick Jonas and you're singing about pumping your chest out and people getting jealous. Country fried and beautiful. I be watching YouTube. That's why I still get jealous. It's like, it's terrible. There's so many horrible songs that become hits and it's like, I know the machine is like pushing this music on people, but still, like, I, I don't, I just don't understand because I feel like I don't want to sound like a fucking dickhead, but I feel music like very deeply. I really do, and it's not just like oh, I like music, like everyone does, but like I feel music. Music is such an important part of my life, and I feel it so deeply. So like, I cannot picture someone like sitting at home and having like a a breakthrough in their life, listening to like. I still get jealous. This is like, what? You know what I mean? I, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. But that's another important part of restaurants is what music is playing at the restaurant. And if you go to a restaurant where they don't have music playing and it's not Eaton Park, because even Eaton Park has music playing, I think that's a bad, a bad thing. You know, even fine dining should have like some jazz playing or some Afro beat or something. Um, there need restaurants need to have background noise. You don't you don't want to just hear plates banging and like cooks huffing and puffing and like waitresses doing stupid shit. You know what I mean? Like there should be music on. And Mad Max in general has some usually has good music playing, although they have like this acapella version of things are gonna get easier that plays and it's really bad. <laughs> but there's different mixes the managers can put on. So it depends what managers there. Um, for the music that's going, but music is a very important part of the restaurant ambience. Same thing with plants. Like I, if I go to a restaurant and there's a nice plants and nice music playing, and that's a good sign for me. You know what I mean? She just left the dog park. Dog park after dark. Cause I be watching YouTube. I woke up watching YouTube. God, I hate pop country. 
I really do. I really do hate country music. It's terrible. But if you go into a restaurant, and the music needs to be at a good volume too, and it shouldn't be so loud. Like I, I love Texas Roadhouse. I really, I could, I could eat at Texas Roadhouse every day. But the music, and it's always fucking pop country. It's like I woke up in my boots, eating my bread, chugging my root beer on the way to work. Start up my truck, buckle my belt. Put my boots in the bag. Or it's like some stupid fucking country song. Um, it's always like Bumblebee, bitch. Muddy on the ranch. Take my girl to the diner. Order our food. Get my fork. Drinking some coffee because the sun's coming up. I'm talking you too. Or like something. Something so stupid. That's probably a song. I don't even know if it is, but it's probably pretty close. My girl got them bumblebee tits. Bee sting tits. Take her to the barbecue. Watching YouTube. Gonna go to Walmart and sneeze in the bras. <laughs> but anyway, the, the music at Texas Roadhouse, the point of that is too fucking loud. Too fucking loud. You know what I mean? Uh, same thing at, uh, what's it called? It's just, you ought to be able to hear. And Like, I don't want to go somewhere where I can't hear the person I'm talking to. That's like a concerts and stuff. When you, people are, like, trying to talk in the middle of the song, it's like, I can't fucking hear you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially if it's, like, a hard rock concert or something where it's like, and someone's trying to talk. It's like, I, I. In between songs, babe. You know what I mean? Uh, there's this creep-ass dude. I felt bad for this couple in front of me. This, there's, these kids are probably like 24, 25. And this drunk asshole is like, wouldn't leave him alone. And kept putting his arm around the guy's girlfriend. It's like, dude, get the fuck away from them. That's actually like when I decided to go to the other side of the upstairs part. Because it was making me... Um, I just felt like something weird was going to happen. And it's like... People can't just go somewhere and not have some drunk asshole. And this guy was like, oh, your girlfriend's so pretty. It's like, if I was that kid, I'd be like, dude, don't not touch my woman again. You know what I mean? Instead of just pandering and being nice to the drunk idiot. That kid and his girlfriend should have shut that shit down the first time that guy talked to them. A, they should have said, leave me alone. Or B, they should have just went to a different part of the venue. Because you don't need some drunk, like, 60-year-old fucking weirdo being like, let me come home with you guys. You know, it's like, oh, can your girlfriend fix my zipper? And, like, takes a real creepy drink of his fucking, like, iced tea, icy light, or whatever the fuck he was drinking. But, um, what was I talking about? I forget. Oh, the music in restaurants. <laughs> yes, the music should be at a normal volume. It should be a good, and it should fit. It should fit the style of restaurant that you're at. Like, you shouldn't go to Eaton Park and hear a bunch of fucking Mexicali fucking shit. You know what I mean? Because, um, like, what's the... What's the Mexican mariachi? That's like if you go somewhere and someone's playing polka, which polka is just mariachi music for white people, by the way. So if like, you go to Eaton Park and they're playing, like, polka or mariachi music, that don't fit. You know what I mean? Eden Park should either be like instrumental jazz, soft rock, or like the something you'd hear at the dentist office. Like you, you shouldn't go to Eden Park and hear like a a uh, like a hard like an emo hardcore 
song. Like, you shouldn't go and hear, like, and I love Seosin, but, like, you shouldn't be at the Eaton Park salad bar hearing Seosin. Like, you should hear something that makes sense for that restaurant. That'd be like if, like, Mad Max was playing, like, Bluegrass or something. Like, that shouldn't be at Mad Max. You know what I mean? Like, the music should fit the restaurant. Um, or if, like, if you want to do a pizza place and they're playing, like, fucking, like, Caribbean music or, <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Uh, so the music should fit. There should be ample decorations, like Mad Max for what it's worth. And a lot of it's like satanic decorations. If you actually really pay attention to it, like there's a, a pay, like a, a mask of Jesus with blood coming out of its eyes by the bathrooms at Mad Max. And there's all, all the crazy fucking shit on the walls. And you know what I mean? But at least there's decorations, you know, you don't want to go into a restaurant. And there's like nothing hanging up, but like a Mr. Yuck sticker and like a, an old menu to fucking launch on silvers or something. And it's not even launch on silvers, you know? So basically the motif, the Texas motif, the motif should fix or should fit the restaurant. You know what I mean? Do you, you want to go to a fine dining Italian restaurant and have them playing like Korean pop? Like do you want to sit down for your fucking chicken carbonara and hear like smooth like butter. Bah, 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 bah. It's like, no, I want to hear like a pepperoni and a mostly day. Or like some kind of Italian music. Um, so you can really just get into it, you know what I mean? You can really just taste the sauce, you know. Mama made the sauce. Mama made the sauce. But you want to, they should fit the restaurant. So you, if you go to a restaurant, there's no decorations, there's no plants. Like there should always be plants in a restaurant. Seriously, like they really should. I'm not just saying that to be like, oh, green stuff. No, there should be. You know, it, it adds to like the feel. Like if I go to a restaurant and there's like nice uh, gardening and nice plants. Or like, so I'm going to feel like the, the food is more fresh and the restaurant's more taken care of than like, if you go in and the decorations, like a fucking pumpkin, it's been there since last Halloween or something, you know, but you want to make sure that the music fits, the design fits and the food, the menu fits. You know what I mean? A lot of restaurants have stuff on the menu that should not be on the menu. You know what I mean? Um, like People like Olive Garden, for example. Olive Garden has one steak option. Why? Are, who's going to Olive Garden to order a steak? And you're really going to think that you're going to get a premium steak from Olive Garden when they have one option, and they're not steak people, you know? That's like a Mad Max, too. Like, we have steak tacos, burritos, quesadillas, fajitas, or whatever. And people bitch about because it it's flank steak because it sucks. But it's like, you're not going to get a premium cut of steak at Mad Max. You're not going to get your steak cooked to perfection at Olive Garden, you know? And Olive Garden, I don't even know why they have a steak. Why? Like, it's like a six-ounce piece of shit fucking steak. You know what I mean? It's like, why do you even have that? You know, the people you're going to Olive Garden with should understand, like, you're going to get pasta. You're not going to get steak. It's like, oh, I want to go to Olive Garden and get some ribs. It's like, no. Like, it should fit that. You shouldn't go to Olive Garden with the expectation that you're going to get a perfectly cooked to perfection steak. So a lot of those restaurants do themselves a disservice by trying to cater to everyone. It's like you don't have to cater to everyone. It's like it's like I go to if I go to Taco Bell, I'm not going to be like, oh, they don't have a fucking hamburger. It's like it's Taco Bell. Vice versa, like same thing. I remember when Burger King had tacos, and it's like why? And it lasted like three months, and they pulled them because nobody bought them because they. You're, people aren't going to Burger King to get tacos. Or it's like, oh, why didn't Subway have, like, specialty pasta? It's like, it's Subway. 
It's not pasta way or something. You know what I mean? So a lot of these restaurants are just like tell people to fuck off and just have a menu that makes sense. That's why there's, and I, I hate, I've only been to Applebee's once or twice in my life. I hate it. But that's part of the reason why I, Applebee's is stupid. TGI Fridays is stupid because they try to, it's, it's menus that are tried to cater to every single denomination, which turns out to end up being just like shitty food. You know what I mean? You don't need to have every item known to man. Like this isn't America town, the restaurant where like, it's like, we have everything you could possibly get. Like if Applebee's just stuck to like burgers, chicken, salads, and like, that's it. They would probably be way better off. But it's like, oh, we have like these pot stickers and we have pasta. We have calzones. It's like, you don't need to have all those different options, you know, mate. Just like Outback Steakhouse don't need all that shit. Like Outback Steakhouse should just have steak, chicken, shrimp, and like sandwiches. Burgers and chicken. That's what I mean. You don't need to have all kind of crazy shit, you know? And it's just like, it just creates like a... a a mishmash of average bullshit. Um, there's even stuff at Mad Max like they should like Mad Max shouldn't have fucking um what's it called? I don't know. I don't even know what I've I had it all man, I guess Mad Max has it's kinda what they should have. But not really. You know, like we sell like they should just take the chimmy off the menu. We sell like two of them a day. It's like just get rid of the chimmy. You know what I mean? It's a deep fried burrito. Like go fuck yourself. Um, or things like that. Or like Mad Max hasn't updated their appetizers in like a decade. All we, all we have is Jersey chips or nachos. And it's like, dude, Jersey chips are just waffle fries. And nachos are so hard to share. I, I don't Point being is like your, your restaurant should fit what you're trying to be. Like Olive Garden is whitewashed Italian, which I love. But that's what it is. So have stick to Italian food. Olive Garden doesn't have to have a steak. You know, Mad Max doesn't have to have like pizza. We used to have pizza for kids, but not anymore. But, like, that kind of stuff. And, like, for kids, like, the Mad Max kids menu is bullshit. But, like, that's what it is. So, if you bring your family to Mad Max, like, you're going to get, you want to get your kids something, like, they can get a kid's quesadilla, kid burrito, or dino nuggets, or a kid taco. I don't even think we should have the dino nuggets, to be honest with you. It should just be, like, here's the three kid options. Like, you brought your kid to this restaurant. Deal with it, you know? Um. Same thing with, like, the, the drink drinks at restaurants. It's like, you should just have, like, you don't have to have, like, orange soda and root beer and Cherokee Red and Pepsi. And you should just have, like, we have Pepsi, Sierra Mist, and iced tea, regular, or raspberry. That should be it. You don't need to have lemonade and all these different fucking and Dr. Pepper and shit. It's like, you should have three or four basic options. Same thing with the, the beers and stuff get out of control, too. It's like we have this shit on tap, and then we have, like, 9,000 wacky brewery beers. You know, I, I don't know. It's just most restaurants are just, like, a mishmash of fucking nonsense. You know what I mean? And when you go to a restaurant, like, the the, the prices are you're getting marked up, like, and that's what I mean about it being, like, it's a good experience to go and everything. Because you're paying, like, 28% markup on everything you buy there. You know what I mean? Like, my, I'm just using Mad Max because that's where I work. So, for example, if you want to get a Pepsi at Mad Max, it's $4.50, which is total horseshit. But we pay, like, a f jack shit nothing for the big bag of syrup that probably gets us 200 drinks out of it. So that's how much money they're making off you just getting a regular-ass drink, you know? 
and desserts. Don't ever get a dessert at a restaurant. Like the, the Mad Max adult brownie, which we sell a lot of, costs about three cents, five cents to produce, and we charge eight ninety nine for it. Like just get some ice cream on the way home or just don't have dessert. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't know. But um yeah, it's good shit. Pretty good shit, babe. Cause she just left the dog park. Dog park after dark. So what 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 kind of restaurants do you like? For me, like I really love Olive Garden. I don't people make it yet It's like well no shit. You know what I mean? I don't care. That's 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 Italian to me. I'm just some fucking Irish guy. I'm Irish, Scottish, and German. Like I don't care if I'm if my Italian food isn't authentic. And there's authentic Italian that Vesuvio's restaurant in Manaka that I love. Yeah, it's authentic for sure. It is, um, and it's it's good too. But I love Olive Garden. I'll get the fucking chicken parm or the Alfredo, or I really like their um, calamari appetizer, and their uh, lasagna fritta. That's a good atmosphere. You know, if you're lucky, you get some server with a big butt, grating your cheese on your salad and shit. Like, what, what, what do you want? What's better than you just go in there? It's relaxing. It's calm. It's cool. They have that awesome peach raspberry tea. Like, Olive Garden's a good place. I love Olive Garden. I love Texas Roadhouse. Same thing. Get a server with a big butt. Um, bringing you your food and smiling and laughing. You know, tits slanking everywhere. It's good shit. But as far as like chain restaurants go, yeah, I love Olive Garden. I love Texas Roadhouse. I obviously love Hosses. Everyone knows my affinity and my love for that place. And, you know, before I even worked there, I liked Mad Max a lot. But it's not really, I mean, it's local chain, but it's still chain. Um, but, yeah, you don't have to fucking shit on Olive Garden just because it's not Classico Italiano. You know what I mean? What's wrong with Olive Garden? I, I, I'm always up. If you ever want to hang out, say, Garrett, let's go to Olive Garden. I'm like, I bring my own fork. You know, I love Olive Garden. OG, OG to the max. They got that sauce. But um, yeah, so as far as that goes, this is what I like. And like the lower tier restaurants, like I like Moe's a lot. I really like the Bella's Subs. And that's about it. Um, Yeah, I, I like Kiyoshi and Moon. I really like. I love Kiyoshi. You want to you go to Kiyoshi? Just be like, Garrett, let's go to Kiyoshi. I'll, be like, I'll bring my own fork, you know? Or the classic joke when someone asks if you like Thai food and you say, Thai good, you like shirt? Classic joke. There's plenty of times in life when you can make a really funny joke. Um, there's there's always an opportunity to make life funny. You know what I mean? Um, so for example, like and we've been doing this since we were, what, 12? After you tell a story, you say, and then the episode ends? Hilarious. I've always, like, that'll never get old to me. When you tell somebody a story and then at the very end be like, oh, yeah, and then the episode ends. <laughs> or if you're walking down the street and you see someone drop change out of their pocket, say, hey, Sonic, you dropped your coins. <laughs> like, that's funny to me. See someone drop their quarterback, yo, Sonic, you dropped your coins, man, you know? Or if you're, like, at the zoo and they're giving a tour, it's a, a good way to ruin the zoo tour is to ask ridiculous questions. You know, just be like, oh, my name is... Sergeant Cheddar McFluff, and I have zoo questions. Question number the first. Can a flamingo get ridden by a tortoise in the rhino pit? Question number the second. Do monkeys have checkbox? Question number the third. Do dolphins wear leggings? 
Question number the fifth or fourth. <laughs> I'm Sergeant Cheddar McFluff. Just ask, just ask ridiculous questions. You know, or just ask, I keep asking somebody if this is a one piece, no matter where you're at, you know, um, there's plenty of times to make life funny, you know, there is, you know, asking ridiculous questions on a zoo tour, or, you know, saying, Hey, Sonic, you dropped your coins or, you know, just making like telling, saying ridiculous shit all the time. Like when somebody new starts at work, tell them that that's one of your coworkers has a fake finger or a wooden leg or something. You know what I mean? They don't, there's no way they would ever know. Just be like, hey, man, like that, that server over there. Yeah, she's got a wooden leg. <laughs> we actually worked with a girl who actually did have a wooden leg. It was pretty weird. Um, and what we used to say that Heath, didn't we say Heath had a fake finger or something? I forget. I forget. But that's, we got to make life fun. You can't just, I, I can't imagine somebody that's just like serious all the time. You know what I mean? What a bore. What a horrible life that would be. Somebody who's just like, has no sense of humor doesn't like music it's like how you don't have a soul you know you got to be a little goofy you know what i mean um like accuse one of your coworkers of etching their initials in the employee bathroom that's always a good one <laughs> like hey why did that kid do that um i don't know restaurants are just they're ridiculous you know what i mean like nine times out of ten if your food is taking a long time it's probably blowjob related like, your waitress is probably blowing somebody. Um, and then she's going to come back and be like, money, please. You know? And restaurants, too. Like, for water, restaurants should just bring the table a pitcher of water and be done with it. You know what I mean? I want more water. You know? I shouldn't have to wait for shiny McGlimmer tits to come over and give me water. Like, just every restaurant should just bring you a pitcher of water. If you're sitting there by yourself, obviously not. Or if there's just two, but if there's like a, say it's a four top, it's four bros in a booth, bring them a fucking pitcher of water. You know what I mean? Because honestly, when I first sit down at the restaurant, I'm chugging that first glass of water. I might do it subtly and professionally and very sensually, but I'm drinking that first glass of water within like three or four minutes. So babe, I want more water. So just bring me a fucking pitcher of water and be done with it. You know what I mean? And for the server, why would you want to walk back and forth with fucking glasses of water when you can just be like, here's a pitcher of water. Tell me how your food was, you know? I'm going to go blow some guy behind the dumpster and check my email or something fucking ridiculous. Well, I don't know, you know? Ask silly questions at the zoo. You know, tell Santa Claus you want something ridiculous for Christmas. <laughs> you know? Or have, a, have a, sit down on Santa's lap and have a conversation about 9-11 with Santa. That's like, did you, I don't know, did you see that get-go commercial where this guy's, he's like, my name is Fred Santa, and I always, and he's like, I always greet the customers. It's like, so you got this guy that looks like Santa Claus working there all year long, and he's like, I love talking to the kids, and it's like him rubbing some girl's head, and it's like, this is not, this is weird, you know what I mean? Plus, it's like some 60 or something year old guy at get-go dressed like Santa, rubbing kids' heads, you know? That's like Red Flag City. Red fucking Flag City. You know what I mean? Ah, my root beer is gone. That sucks. <laughs> that horrible... F I'll make a meme out of it. That horrible feeling when your root beer is gone. And it's like a picture of like Calvin and Hobbes digging a hole or something. And I mean the cartoon. I don't mean Jason Statham and fucking 
The Rock. You know what I mean? Calvin and Hobbes, Jason Stateman, Calvin and Hobbes. That's like Jason Statham has a new movie coming out called The Beekeeper, where he's like a beekeeper, and then he beats the fuck out of everybody. It's like, come on. <laughs> it's like, you're going to feel my sting. I don't But yeah. I'm Sergeant Cheddar McFluff, and I have two questions. <laughs> Question number the first. But yeah, I don't know. So what, what are your thoughts on restaurants? Uh, I can tell you right now, ordering a salad from a restaurant is a really big ripoff. Um, you're ripping yourself off a lot. Same thing, that salad costs about $0.10 cents to produce, and you're charging you $17.99 for it. Um, but yeah, you're paying for the experience because the food is always marked up. It's not that great. And like I always say, that same Cisco truck is leaving Mad Mex and going to the fine dining that is because of the same shitty food on it. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta go with the flow, which is a very good Queens of the Stone Age song. I can go <laughs> with the flow. And sometimes you just go to a restaurant and it sucks. And sometimes you go and it's fucking great. You know? That's the kind of shit that happens. Or you have some fucking co-worker that goes outside every fucking ten minutes and pisses you off. And management doesn't do anything about it. <laughs> now, there's just this one dude. He, he just fucking leaves the line, like, constantly. And it makes me fucking crazy. <clears throat> makes me nuts. Makes me crazy. Makes me just want to go berserk. Um... Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> but yeah, my that's definitely my favorite restaurant list there. Um, and most restaurants, same thing with like pizza places and stuff. Like pizza places that don't make their own ranch and house are a fucking joke. You know what I mean? I don't want to get a pizza and then have them give me like Marzetti's high school cafeteria pizza packet or something. Make your own ranch. It's not hard. It, it's actually cost effective and it tastes way better. And it's just a better experience. Like, you're not going to, like, having bad dressing can ruin the wings. Just like, I don't care. It's like, oh, we make our wings to perfection, baby. And then you give me shitty ranch and, like, half-ass sauce. Make your own sauce. Make your own ranch. It's not that hard. Tastes better, and people are going to be more satisfied with it. Like, I would order, even if the pizza wasn't that great, I would order from a place that had better ranch. Because then I could dip my crust in the ranch when I'm done. Or the riser specialty that I don't know why people think it's weird, but it's so good is I dip my crust in Pepsi real quick. Like a little tiny little fucking split-second dip. It just makes like sugary bread, and it's fucking great. And people be like, oh, Gary, come on, bread. It's really good. You know what I mean? Just like fucking apple butter on toast is great. You know? And people act like they don't do anything fucking weird. You know what I mean? And then, of course, you got to make your own sauce. You have to make your own sauce. You know what I mean? Barbecue sauce is simple. All wing sauces are just butter and fucking honey. <laughs> like, and some variation of that. And I really love lemon pepper wings. Like, Pizza Hut sucks the high hell, but their actual wings are good, and they have lemon pepper uh, wing seasoning. It, that's really fucking good. Um, so think outside the box. And I think, if I remember correctly, Anthony Jr.'s, when we were growing up, their ranch wings are really good. There's a lot of ways to dress up wings, but you got to make the socks. He's like, Mama had to make the socks. 
Mama was making the sauce when we, we moved to the new neighborhood because of the mill. And somebody else, some other lady was making sauce, but it wasn't as good as Mama's sauce. I told my brother, he said, Mama's got good sauce. I said, I know Mama's got good sauce. And then she didn't finish high school, though, because of the mill. So all she had were her tits and her wits, and she still made it. She still put me and Tony through school. Oh, she had us through school so good. And graduation time came, and Mama, she brought me a big old thing of sauce. But by then, we'd moved to the new neighborhood, and it was, you know, it was the first Bush administration. We're talking HW here. We're talking HW about the sauce. And by then, sauce was just, it was being made by these big corporations that in no time there was this prego and the ragu and the nah. And so Mama couldn't get by on the sauce no more. So she had to go get a job at, at Wick's Furniture. She was moving recliners, I tell you, Mama. She had to move recliners because of the milk. Uh, and then she got a job at O.C. Kloss and Schiffelbeins and Packetans, and they all went out of business. So what was Mama going to do? She had to, to stop it. She couldn't make the sauce no more because her fingers were so brittle from Wick's furniture, moving recliners and, and upholstery and everything else. And when she started working in the nail section at Busy Beaver, that was it for Mama. She couldn't make the sauce no more. Mama, this huge, she couldn't make this horse no more. But that woman, she put me and Tone through school. You know, Tone became a chiropractor and me. I, 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 I engraved golf balls down at the cemetery, you know. And I still sometimes think about that twice. And the recipe for the... <laughs> but yes, you need to make your own sauce. That'd be like, if you went to an Italian place... I'm serious. If you went to an Italian place and they didn't make their sauce, and they didn't make their own sauce and they gave you like a canned sauce, that's fucking bullshit. Same reason why you go to a pizza place and they give you fucking Marzetti Ranch. That's also bullshit. You know what I mean? If anything they taught us was that, Mama made the sauce. You gotta make a sauce. I'll, if I ever win the lottery, I'll open up an Italian restaurant and call it Mama made the sauce. <laughs> and anytime the door opens, kind of like when you go to Moe's, and they're supposed to say, welcome to Moe's, but they almost never do. But anytime you open the door, it'll be it'll just say like, oh, Mama made the sauce. So when the door kept opening and driving the hostess crazy, because all she would hear is, Mama made the sauce, Mama made the sauce, like, like all day long when people were opening the door, and she would go home and be nuts and probably yell at her boyfriend. No, I used to go to work and they say, Mama made the sauce. They had a the sauce. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would open up an Italian restaurant and call it Mama made the sauce. And when the door opens, it says, Mama made the sauce. Kind of like on that US UCB Wolfman Jack sketch when every time they ring the doorbell, it's like, Wolfman Jack, <laughs> Wolfman Jack, someone's at the door, baby. <laughs> Oh, flush of oh, that, that sketch, the Wolfman Jack sketch on Upper Citizens Brigade is so fucking funny. When he comes in the bath, bathroom and it's like, toilet bowl. 
<laughs> it's like, you got to rock and roll in the bathroom, baby. <laughs> and there's a new dryer. And the, the Wolfman Jack's like, your panties is dry, baby. And she's like, don't worry. That's just a new dryer bell. <laughs> you go to the bathroom. It's like a flush, a flush. If you think about it, YouTube Wolfman Jack UCB sketch. It is so fucking funny. And it's like, ah, woo! Wolfman Jack said someone's at the front door, baby. <laughs> oh my god, that shit is so funny. It's so fucking funny, dude. Oh, flush! Oh, flush! <laughs> oh, man. What man Jack said someone's at the front door, baby. <laughs> so fucking funny. You know who's not funny? Is Tim Allen. Tim Allen in the news today for being a piece of shit like usual. So Tim Allen says that animals aren't capable of love. What a fucking piece of shit. What a sack of shit. Tim Allen is. Him and Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. Looks like somebody's trying to cosplay Tim Allen. I fucking hate both those people. Tim Allen especially. Joel Osteen is such a snake salesman. And all those people, they're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna get their comeuppance real soon. They're all dancing on bear traps here. I'm serious. They're they're all gonna get their fucking comeuppance, man. Joel Osteen. Oh, I don't want the people to come in my church after that flood. They might ruin my nice carpets. Dude's such a fucking dickhead. And Tim Allen. How can you possibly think that animals aren't capable of love? Have you ever had an animal for three seconds? You know what I mean? Oh, the dogs just love to rush you when you get home because they don't like you, right? Or the cats want you to pet them because, you know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here. Tim Allen with your fucking flannel hypocrisy. You know, you fucking fascist piece of shit. Tim Allen needs to go. He needs to be done. You know what I mean? He's a terrible person. He's a horrible person. You know? You follow Tim Allen's lead, and you're going to find yourself homeless, playing on some bowling team called Minnesota Cheese Queens, or something fucking stupid. Tim Allen will ruin your life. He will. Tim Allen is going to ruin your life. He is such a fake piece of shit, I can't stand him. Him and Ray Romano and fucking Joel Osteen, Osteen and um, all, everybody on the fucking CBS News. They're all a bunch of fucking pieces of shit. I hate them. <laughs> I hate Tim Allen. He, he sucks. What's so good about... I, I know I've ripped into him a million times, but there's nothing good about Tim Allen. You know what I mean? And now, like, him and Roseanne are going to have a sitcom together. It's like, of course they are. You know? Roseanne's not fun. Like, the Roseanne theme song makes me fucking nauseous. It really does. <laughs> And that whole show is just her being an asshole to John Goodman. I don't, I don't know. People act like Roseanne, is, her sitcom is so funny. It's like, it's really not. It's just her being an asshole to John Goodman. And then Johnny Galecki being a pussy. And whoever the girl is, is just... Uh, 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 what, what's her name? Sarah Gilbert. Whatever her fucking name is. Piece of shit. <laughs> So I don't, I mean, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't get it. But enjoy restaurants. Do them for what they are. Um, 
and go do it. Get it done. I had a funny thought at work the other day that there should be like drive through fajitas. <laughs> Imagine like handing a, a steaming hot fajita plate like into somebody's car. It would be hilarious. And like the whole drive through would just be smoking all day. <laughs> it would be hilarious. It would be absolutely hysterical. Um, but yeah, that's, that's restaurants. Hope you enjoyed listening to it. Um, be safe. Don't drink the gravy. Um, make sure your shoes are tied. Keep shaking those motherfucking knees. And as always, I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much that I could bake you a fucking cake. Yeah. I'll make you some monkey bread, bitch. But yeah. But that being said, it's time for the new song by Bitch Make the Table off of their holiday album, Ho Hymns. This song is called Scalp. Bitch be rubbing that 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 scalp today. Thank mm-hmm. you.